Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. Second time in like seven or eight days, I got got. Randy Peterson, who's the SID of K-State Women's Basketball, has sent out recently two press releases about Aoka Lee on a watch list. Matter of fact, one just came out titled Aoka Lee Named 2024 Naismith Women's Defensive Player of the Year Watch List. But my mind only sees like a couple of words. And then I, I immediately go to, all right, I read... K-State's Lee, and I'm like, all right, she's back. They're announcing that she's back in the lineup. She's healthy. She's ready to play. Uh, Because I I think that's actually – I feel like I've seen that before. I don't know why. (laughs) I I I can't even confirm that. Like, I just felt like I have before. And and I'm like, okay, she's back. She's she's back early, a week early. And no, it's just a watch list thing. (laughs) I mean, it could be worse. You could be getting got like – certain news outlets did with a fake version of Billy Joel's new song. I didn't know Billy Joel has new music. (laughs) Oh, he doesn't. I understand. Oh, now stop that. He doesn't. I understand. Listen, when you're at that legendary status, you know, there's really only one person that has honestly, at a legendary status, hit it out of the park with new music, and that's Elton John, Mm. because he's done collaborations with young pop stars that are big. Sure. I thought Ozzy did a pretty decent okay. job, too. Ozzy, too. Yeah. But he's not going to get the mainstream nah. congratu- uh, congratulations and flowers for putting out good new music. Trey no. said the Rolling Stones get new stuff. I, I haven't heard well, it, though. It, so they're releasing new singles, but it's from an album that's now, I think, like three years old. Oh. Like they have a new, I think, what's it called? Angry? I think is their latest single, and we're of course pushing it on K Rock. It is a popular single. Well, I mean, it is the still Stones, few, yeah. But it's a few years old. Mm, that's not new. Come on, that's what bands do, though. Yeah, they'll right? really if they got a good album, at least, or at least they feel like they have a good album. Record companies will really stretch it out, right. And give you four or five singles, right? But you're getting them three months at a time mm. to promote that album. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the game. I am Mitch Fortner with Troy Coverdale, David G, and Owen Burke. Full house today. We take you 
to 6 o'clock. And uh, here in this first hour, we'll be joined by the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis. It's the final talk with Mitch before we have Super Bowl 58 here on News Radio KMAN with Sunday's coverage beginning at 1 o'clock. It is Westwood One coverage. Keep in mind, Kevin Harlan will be on the broadcast, the former voice of the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to send a big thank you out to Vista, Bottle Caps, Dara's, and The Fridge for making this coverage here on Cayman possible for Super Bowl 58. Right on! Hour number two, uh, I really want to talk about two guys that I really like. Not Troy and David G. Ah! Talking about those that are you know do a lot of work in veneer football complex, oh. and we got to meet. And I say we, the media, K State media, got to officially meet them yesterday. That's Matt Wells, mm-hmm. who's the new you know offensive coordinator, assistant head coach, quarterbacks coach. He's going to be, of course, working with Avery Johnson, but also safety transfer Jordan Riley. To me, for me as a defensive player. He checked a lot of boxes for me, and this was just based on a conversation that took three and a half minutes. Nice. You're going to hear that conversation in hour number two. Guys, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means. AEW Dynamite tonight from the Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona. Guys, the AEW tag team titles are on the line. Sting and Darby Allen are challenging the champions. You know, I got a good feeling that we're going to see titles change hands tonight. And then old Sting and Darby Allen in Sting's very last match, which is in four and a half weeks, storyline guys, will be defending the tag titles, which I think it's against the Young Bucks there, Owen. I'm not exactly thrilled about that match. I don't know if those Young Bucks need that kind of rub, but... Tony Khan's call. It's tough. It's always tough because I think they're super talented, and I love watching their matches. So you're like, they should be in the title picture, but then at the same time, they don't need them to be good. I, it's a it's a tough spot. And their EVPs. It's a very it's a very weird situation. Hopefully, they get Sting some Metamucil before he gets out there, and uh, they have a his Walker ready and uh, his uh, TV dinner and Matlock queued up on the TV. Oh, he's gonna he's- go through a table. You sound oh. like you need some Alka Seltzer Plus. <laughs> you a little stuffed up? No, I t- like I got home. The wife said, "Hey, don't worry about this. I got it. Take you a nap." And I woke. I I, I, I took so hard of a nap. I woke up and uh, Sting is still wrestling. That's- <laughs> <laughs> so I really. Uh, I, I, God, I got I here. Think, and I was like, "Whoa!" I think he's sixty-two now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's definitely getting that. Uh, He's getting the 64. Senior, he's eligible for the senior discount at the French Wholesale Liquor Store. Might, might as well just bring out Ric Flair and say to heck with it all. Flair did that a year ago. I know. Where he, Sad. quote here, Russell the last match. Yeah, um, for the third time. Yeah, because <laughs> he keeps getting divorces and he needs to pay this, what is it, uh, alimony? Is that the right word? Uh-huh. Um, like, like the ad says, paying your third trophy wife. Sting, I think, is still married to the same gal. Uh, shout out to Omaha, Nebraska. That's where Sting is from, those who didn't know that. Very nice. I believe he w- he was a, a maverick back in the day. I may have to go double-check that. Oh. Um, actually, according to Wikipedia, he got remarried in 2015. Shout out to Steve Borden. That's Sting's <laughs> real name. We're also joined by Derek Young from Case in a Line, and I'm pretty sure, D.Y., isn't Sting your guy? 
He was back in the day. I can't say that that's still the case, um, being 64 and still trying to wrestle. I don't follow it, really, uh, hardly at all, but I can't imagine I would enjoy watching him wrestle. When we were in Orlando for the uh, Pop-Tarts Bowl, AEW was in town the night before, and Troy and I just got done with the show, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm going to go. Uber took 45 minutes to get there, but I got there, got a free ticket by from the sister who is, or she's a sister of the ring announcer. I was like, oh, she heard I needed a ticket. Here, here's a ticket. I was like, great. Whoa. Let's go. Whoa. And uh, Sting made a surprise appearance <laughs> in the place. I mean, this is just the respect of Sting. The loudest ovation of the night. I mean, just absolutely popped for Sting. And he's going to call it a career in four and a half weeks. Speaking of pops. Bramlage Coliseum on Monday night, a 75-70 overtime victory for the K-State basketball team. They end that four-game losing streak, D.Y. First of all, the media section for the second year is now basically halfway surrounded by the student section. How loud did it get in your section? Well, it was it was loud for pretty much the entire night. I mean, that was a the best crowd of the year, unsurprisingly. Excuse me. Unsurprisingly, um, still not the. I don't think it's still the loudest KU game I've been to. I still think that's the one that they won. What was it in 2018? Uh, the year they won the Big 12 championship. I think that mm-hmm. it would have been 2019, probably that the act, but the 18-19 season um, that February when they won the Big 12, uh, when Cartier Jada did the uh, windmill dunk. I think that was still the loudest, but. You know, Monday night was still pretty kicking there in at Bramlage Coliseum. And, you know, int- the interesting part to me was like when the game, when they finally put it, you know, out of question there in the overtime period, even though they were trying to beat themselves once again, you saw it was, it was probably what, three, four percent KU fans in there. But you saw a bunch of them just start heading for the for the exit. So I, I remember that part pretty fondly as well. Boy, were they loud though when uh, KU won that uh, went on that eleven nothing run? I'm going to be honest, real quick, just real fast, just complete honesty. I thought last year's crowd was louder. I'm yeah, gonna, I'm going to be real with you. Yeah, I don't. You might have been right, except Sandstorm part because I don't think Sandstorm's off the hook. Yeah, San, except the I think last year consistently was probably more volume, but this was close. But this year's sandstorm was probably the loudest moment of the two, just because you didn't get sandstorm during last year's KU game, since that's a new thing. Um, and they got it this year, probably got that privilege because they have removed the champ for the most part. It was still there, um, especially at the beginning of the game. I think it was pretty loud. But the other times when it started to fire up, I thought it got drowned out pretty quickly. Still in an amazing crowd, still was super loud. We're joined by Derek Young from KCNL Line. So, I mean, just a, such a short amount of time to talk about this, D.Y. So, a lot of things in that game had to go right for K-State to win this game. Some luck was involved as well. I want to ask you about, take away the points. Tyler Perry had a big night, 26 points. He hit four tens with 7 of 15 from the floor. He was obviously a, a, a gigantic factor in K-State mm-hmm. winning that game. But for you, was there a deep cut in the box score that you would pick out and say, you know what, I look at that and see that as one of the major reasons why K-State was able to beat KU? 
Yeah, and I know what you're referring to, and I'll mention it, but I do want to say that Tyler Perry's raw production is not necessarily why I would point him out either. But obviously the 26 points is a huge deal. For me, it was the timeliness of him, right? He was clutch. When KU got their largest lead in the first half, and that's when they believe they took a 30-25 to 25 lead just before the teams entered the locker room for halftime, it was a five-point lead. I was like, you know, this is you know, – it was around four minutes left. I was like, this could be get a little dicey for Kansas State if they don't finish the half well. What happens? Tyler Perry has a 5-0 run of his own and ties the game up at 30. Then when KU took that 41-30 to 30 lead after a very strong start to the second half, and Kansas State answered with an 11-0 run, eight of those 11 points came from Tyler Perry. So the two times when KU really tried to pull away from K-State and, and to do something there, it was Tyler Perry that put a stop to it. So I thought it was his timeliness. But you talk about a box score thing, and I know this is what you're talking about, and it's a big deal, and, and I've kind of harped on it as well. And he, and it wasn't a fluke. It, it felt this way when he was on the floor, and that's Jarrell Colbert. He may have not scored a point in 16 minutes, zero points. But Kansas State in those 16 minutes was plus 18. Now plus minus, kind of a flawed stat. Wouldn't take too much stock into it most of the time. But when you only play a certain amount of minutes and in a game that's decided by single digits, your plus minus is a positive 18, I think that's pretty telling. So I think Jarrell Colbert, and, and we felt it when he was in the game. I mean, his passing out of the post was something that we have not yet seen this year, and that was huge. And just the way he can run the floor and play defense. And now I think he gets tired a little quickly, and that's why he only played those 16 minutes. But, man, the way he defended the rim was really, really good. And, you know, you're blocking shots, uh, you know, just taking guys away um, at the rim. At Hunter Dickinson, he still got his numbers, but I felt like Kansas State contained him pretty well, actually. They made him really, really fight to get those numbers. He wasn't as efficient as he normally is. And I thought Jarrell Colbert had a lot to do with that. Yeah, second chance points, him rebounding with one hand and and uh, and also getting to the free throw line a little bit. Yeah, I, I told the boys yesterday, like Hunter Dickinson is obviously a great player, but there was never maybe once or twice on like a hook shot that looked really good. And I think, God dang, is that guy just out of this world insanely good. Um, no, it, it didn't feel like that. I mean, they got him in a little bit of foul trouble. Uh, he really wanted to be the villain in that game. And obviously he was. The students razzed him more than anyone. But he just, I don't think he ever got going to the level that he wanted to. That's why I saved him for last in the lineup. I knew he'd get some booze and uh, that'd carry over to Bill Self in that announcement as well. Bill Self uh, was pretty unhappy with the officials in that game. I had eyewitness of that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you know, sticking with Jarrell, I, I totally agree with everything you said. The plus 18 and the plus minus in 16 minutes didn't score, but man, did he help set the tone with the assist on the Cam Carter three. And then on the first defensive position, he blocks Hunter Dickinson. Really appreciated that work from him. Have you enjoyed the change in the starting lineup with Day-Day and Jarrell now starting? Yeah, and and I think you get a little bit of energy for whatever reason that's working. And I don't know if I could put my finger on as to why, but that little changeup at least stunted some of those negatives that were happening in the first few minutes of games. And that's not to take anything away from anyone. And, and honestly, like I said, I don't know why it's working more, but sometimes combinations and, and the way that you trot out lineups and when just has a different feel to it and it triggers something. And that's that lineup certainly is. And, and I, th I think 
it'll be interesting when David Gasson gets a little bit healthier because I don't think he was removed for a purpose. I think he was removed for health reasons, right? So do they stick with the three guards with Day-Day playing in there and Kaluma at the four and just one big? Or when does Gasson get healthy? Do you play him and Colbert together? That'll be an interesting dynamic for them to kind of navigate when the time comes. Speaking with Derek Young from Case in a Line, we'll take a break. We have one more segment with D.Y., and that's after a timeout. But we'll talk about, obviously, more K-State basketball. You know, has the win over KU helped us regain hope that the Cats can make the NCAA tournament? We'll get uh, D.Y.'s first impressions of Matt Wells and Connor Riley in their new positions. And uh, how about a Super Bowl prediction from D.Y. when we come back on the game? Thank you, everyone, for that live game sports update. Coverage of the Chiefs in Super Bowl 58 begins at 1 o'clock from Westwood 1. Brought to you by Vista, Bottle Caps, Dara's, and The Fridge. We're back with Derek Young from Case Online, and we are back on the game here on News Radio KMAN. I'm Mitch Fortner. DY, uh, another question about K State basketball, men's drum tanks team. So the win now puts K State 5 and 5 in the Big 12 and he is, I've been calling it the magic number, and he's been referencing the record 9-9 and in conference play and that if a Big 12 team gets to 9-9, nine and they deserve to be in the NCAA tournament. As a matter of fact, I'll actually give you another uh, magic number. And that magic number is 54. Against Oklahoma State, K-State's Big 3 scored a total of 50 points, lost by 3. Against KU, they score a total of 58, win by 5. So maybe, the, maybe that magic number is... 54 but let's talk nine and nine dy did that win against ku bring hope back for you that the cats the cat the cats <laughs> the cats can make still an ncaa tournament yeah i think you said it that nine and nine is probably the worst that you can do and still make the ncaa tournament i don't know if it's a guarantee that you make it but you at least put yourself in the conversation and guess what all you got to do is take care of business at home and you get to a nine and nine. Right. And that includes, I'm probably going to f- forget some of these. That's a win over BYU, what Iowa state TCU and West Virginia, Nailed it. I believe Yep, Th- those four. So you win those four, you're at least nine and nine because you got five already. So all you got to do is win the home games. Now, personally, I think it might take stealing one on the road in addition to doing that. And there's going to be opportunities to do that as well. Like Cincinnati has actually fared pretty well this year in their first year in the Big 12. But I don't know that Kansas State should be afraid and think it's impossible to win at Cincinnati. And then look at Texas. They're the weirdest team in the Big 12, by the way. They are 1-4 at home in the Big 12 this year. So you got to feel like that game in Austin is probably pretty gettable as well. The Big 12 and Big 12 play combined 22-44. and 44 on the road right now. So the road team's only winning a third right now of the big yeah. 12 contests. And uh, Texas is the only one with a winning record on the road. Yeah. They just can't win at home. A couple of teams are 500, but you're right. Yeah. Texas are, is the only team with a, with a winning record. The only thing I worry about is if you just went out the home games, I, I hear the point. The thing is West Virginia is not a quad one. And no, K-State right now only has the one. Either. Yeah. And TCU might not be either. They're right on the border. But you would get quad one wins at BYU, a home against BYU and Iowa State. Will the Big 12 champion have have any less? Or I, let me put it this way. How should I phrase this? 
Well, the Big 12 champion, I'm thinking losses here. I mean, would you expect anybody to win the Big 12 this year and have anything less than six losses? I think there's still a chance with a 13 and five, but this could be the first time that at least that I can remember that we see a team go 12 and six and win it. But if it's 12 and six, you're talking about probably being shared across three or four different Mm -hmm. teams. I mean, gosh, I mean, halfway done with big 12 play and you got teams already. I mean, multiple teams, nobody has less um, than three losses in big 12 play right now. It's, it's chaos. Yeah. Yeah, And KU six and four. I mean, it's interesting you know, as much consternation as there's been, as much negativity as there's been, as much disappointment as there's been amongst the Kansas State fan base right now, and some of it is deserved, maybe some of it, some of it isn't. But after Monday night, they're only one game behind KU in the Big Twelve. Yeah, it's crazy, right? I, you know, and Houston has an extremely tough schedule now coming up, and they still, you know, even after that hiccup against uh, KU, it was a pretty big hiccup. They're still looking yeah. pretty solid. Um, quickly, let's go to football. I want to get your first impressions, Matt Wells and Connor Riley. Connor Riley now now has received you know Coke offensive coordinator, um, along with Matt Wells, who's also going to coach quarterbacks. We got to hear from them yesterday, especially with Matt Wells. What was your first impression? Driven, prepared, and ready. It seems like that time away from being a full time coach allowed him to kind of really put himself in the right mindset in the right disposition for, for this opportunity. And he's probably fired and he's, he is fired up for it. Um, he really wants to win the championship. And that's one of the reasons why he went to Kansas state. He trusts and believes in Chris Kleiman, but I mean, I'm not going to lie. I also got the impression of someone he, he's driven to win a championship at Kansas state as an assistant coach, but I think he's driven to kind of get back into the upper echelon of coaching as well. All right, DIY, before I let you go, Super Bowl on Sunday. We'll have coverage on K-Man beginning at 1 o'clock, thanks to Westwood One, and also thanks to our sponsors, Vista, Bottle Caps, Dara's, and The Fridge, Chiefs and 49ers. Who's your money on Sunday? I, if I, I haven't done anything yet, but I would put it on the Chiefs. They got the better quarterback, and despite popular being contrary to popular, popular belief, Probably the best defense of the two, too. Now, I know they're both good defenses, but, man, when you have the better quarterback and the better defense, it's hard not to pick you. I think Brock Purdy got lucky in that NFC Championship game. The play that turned it around should have been an interception. And then they ball ends up. They got lucky against the Packers the week before. I didn't watch that game. Yeah, well, I'm a Packers fan, so that's why I knew. But Green Bay had San Francisco on the ropes. Doink. <laughs> yeah. Doink. But Don't remind me. Yeah, I know. Sorry. <laughs> All right, DY, we'll let you go. Thank you for your time. We'll talk again next week. Appreciate it. Derek Young from Case and Online joins us here on the game. Of course, subscribe to KSO for the latest nuggets behind the scenes of Kansas State Athletics. A lot of recruiting as well. We'll have to catch up on recruiting here at another time. But let's take a break because when we come back from Las Vegas, Nevada. It's Mitch in Vegas, but not Mitch Fortner. It's literally Mitch Holtis in Vegas. He'll join us next. We continue with the game on K-Man, and we now head out to Las Vegas. Super Bowl Sunday, this Sunday, against between the Kansas City Chiefs 
and the San Francisco 49ers, a rematch of Super Bowl 54. We're now joined by the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis from Vegas. Mitch, how has uh, Super Bowl week been so far in Sin City? Oh, crazy. Uh, the opening night is, I don't know, we saw a carrot top like 30 years later. Mm. Uh, didn't, didn't age well. Uh, Blue Man Group, all we needed was like the, this year's version of Evil Knievel to like ride a motorcycle into the crowd, and we were good. Uh, it's been nuts. Uh, the media coverage of this event just gets bigger and bigger every year. It's really like a mini Olympics because it gets covered by the world. You're like, why is Malaysian news here? Uh, but they're here. I mean, so. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, it's just nuts, and to be in this game four times in five years is crazy to even think about. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you're a veteran now of, uh, you know how things work on Super Bowl week. Is there a part of it you enjoy the most? I'm sorry, get, hit me again. Is there a part of Super Bowl week, the whole process of the media stuff or whatever event that you really enjoy the most? Um, that's a good question. Uh, the game? Yeah. <laughs> You go somewhere in all this is a football game, right? Uh, and then you get to the game and you realize it's so historic and so big. Um, you know, I think of when I called Super Bowl Fifty Four of like every word has got to be just right. And then to do it again in Fifty Five, that was no fun. And then Fifty Seven, same thing. I'm, I'm sure you've seen um, they have like handwritten every word that I said in Super Bowl Fifty Four and Fifty Seven and. People have framed it. They put it on a canvas over an arrowhead. And so <laughs> that's why I'm pretty careful with it. Uh, and uh, what I do, what I do. So uh, we're actually getting ready to take a helicopter uh, to the Grand Canyon. You're going to see award-winning video that will be posted by our 65 TPT award-winning crew. And uh, we're getting ready to do that right now. So it's pretty crazy. Okay, well, I, I understand we need to get a little get going here a little bit, but have you uh, been yeah. to the Grand Canyon before? I have. Okay. I was with um, I was with Clark Griswold. We just stood and looked at it and then took off again. Uh, but I, no, it's been a long time ago. But yes, I did. And I talked to Felix Indiquio Zama. Not to change the subject. Talked to him this morning. He's excited that he's getting an opportunity to play in this game. I said it's just Brock Purdy, so it's just Big Twelve, buddy. So, and, uh, but anyway, then he brought up the win the other night in basketball. Uh, so, but Felix is excited to get a chance to play in this game. Yeah, he's pretty familiar with that quarterback, and I hope that beer you shared with Clark was a pretty tasty one. Um, yeah, good talk, Russ. Let's talk about 49ers. Obviously, Brock Purdy's the quarterback. I'm 
pretty convinced he sold his soul to the devil to be in this spot. Um, but what's what's the keys? Uh, what's your thoughts on the 49ers in this second round in the Super Bowl against San Francisco? Yeah, damn Yankees was an excellent play, right? Yeah. Uh, same thing. Um, honestly, most efficient team in the league. They're outstanding. Best first down team in the league. Best second down team. Fourth on third down. Uh, they're number one in the league in scoring off first possessions. Everything's a first with them. They like to start fast. Quick strike drives. They're second in the league only to Miami. Uh, they love to start fast, stay on the field, get you down, and then kick you. Um, and that's uh, and so. But honestly, that's the way Baltimore was. That's kind of the way. I know it's the way Miami was, and kind of the way uh, uh, the uh, Buffalo Bills were. So this is a battle-tested, tough Chiefs team. We'll be ready. Ready for the. Uh, we'll be ready for the task. One more thing. I know the team isn't allowed to gamble, obviously, on sports, but even go to the tables or slot machines. Are you allowed to go play blackjack if you want to? No. I could be fired on the spot. Okay. I kid you not. I could be fired on the spot. Matt McMullen, our senior team reporter, and I were joking about it. Like, we we got a sandwich at Subway. We're like, is this a game book? <laughs> if you have a game book, we cannot be. Honestly, the message is loud and clear. I'm ready to go. This is a paradox that we're here playing this game because no one that's a part of a team and I'm an employee of the team, can be involved or even even think about gambling at all, or they could be immediately fired on the spot. Mitch, you have the coolest job in the world. Have fun on Sunday. Enjoy the Grand Canyon, and looking forward to our next conversation about a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory. Well, you're getting tipped off about it. Just wait till we uh, wait till we do this. You'll see the content up soon once we get it edited and put out. But uh, it's part of the. Uh, Super Bowl experience. It'll be on the franchise. It'll be on some other of our uh, platforms. So just be looking for it. You got the word first. Thank you so much, Mitch. We'll talk to you next week. See you, boys. That's Voice of the Chiefs. Mitch Holtis here on the game. Uh, so first reaction, it wasn't in a helicopter, but I did once fly over the Grand Canyon on the way to Las Vegas yeah, okay. in a Southwest airplane. Whoa. And the, uh, it was on our left side. So the people on the right didn't get to see it. Oh, sure. angry. But I just happened to sit on the right side of the plane, and the pilot did us a very slight solid of tilting it just a little ah. bit. So you're saying you were a right winger on that flight? No, I was a left winger. <laughs> <laughs> right side, left wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. you got the stones. More of a moderate, because I was, yeah. you know. I, I know. Yeah. The stones to go up in a helicopter? Does that frighten you at all to think about? Like- My parents love going up to South Dakota. Hmm. Uh, what's like the Sturgis area? I can't remember what they yeah. call it up there, but they love it up there. Black Hills? Black yes. Hills. Yeah. Yes. And they have done it multiple times where you can go on helicopter rides and they'll take you all around. I don't know how much it is, like yeah. a couple hundred bucks or something, maybe a hundred bucks a person. I don't remember. And they loved it so much. They would do it a couple of times in a row. Wow. I'm like, I didn't know y'all had this much money. <laughs> yeah, what's <laughs> up, dog? Hook it up, hook it up. Always had to rent the cheap tucks for prom. <laughs> no, no, no. I, but I, they always recommend South Dakota. I've only been to Vermilion, mm-hmm. which is barely over the border. Grand Canyon, and I'll never forget when Mason Voth told me the story of he he and his brother had no interest in going to the Grand Canyon when they were kids, so they just stayed in the hotel room and played video games. I'm like, how in the world could you even think that way? The Grand Canyon is the most beautiful place I've ever seen with my own two eyes. Wow. From ground view level, like, it doesn't look real. Yeah. Mr. Voth 
must not have a very heavy hand. Because <laughs> most people say to me, he's like, get in the car right now or I'm yeah. going to throw you in the green. I can, I mean, I could kind of understand Mason's viewpoint there. Now, don't get me wrong. If I was in his shoes and I, I stayed at the hotel and played video games, I'm regretting it right now. Yeah, like, sure. I would much rather, being older, I'm like, yeah, I wish I would have went. But I, I, Sorry to cut you off. I do think it stinks, though, for Mitch that uh, I'm, I'm really just thinking from how I would feel about it. This is just me talking, but I'm a guy that likes to go play some cards. Yeah. Uh, and I like to play a little bit of blackjack. Um, there's hardly been an hour I've spent in Vegas without playing a little bit of blackjack or mm-hmm. some poker or something. And he can be fired on the spot for even sniffing uh, a casino. That's crazy. insane. And it, that's just – that's the NFL. That's crazy. I, I, and I knew the players couldn't, and I honestly – and I understand that, especially if, of course, sports better. You know, obvi- that's an obvious thing to say. But I just still feel like it's kind of a stretch that – and maybe they're just trying to protect the players or trying to perfe- protect the franchises, but I don't know. Mitch is is dead on right in in talking about how odd this is at this point. You're in a town that the NFL has tried to distance itself yeah. from for decades. And now here you are with the biggest game, your championship game. Oh, and by the way, how many ads during the game will be for sports books? <laughs> there's a team there's a team there now for crying right. out loud. Like right. there is a NFL associated team in Vegas and you're like well for the longest time there wasn't anything in Vegas right now with sports not at all I mean other than the AAA team and UNLV right but now you have first of all the WNBA yes made its way in NHL Golden Knights I mean they've been to a couple of Stanley Cups they didn't they just win one yes uh and now the NFL is there and soon Major League Baseball maybe Maybe. <laughs> right. I, I, yeah. Maybe. I, I think the, they're supposed boy, to go. Boy, the mayor uh, threw some cold water on that, yeah, didn't she? Yeah, that was that's, that's such was, a weird situation. That I, I've never seen a mayor be like, ah, you guys should probably turn around and go home. That's crazy. <laughs> right? Crazy. By the way, fun fact, uh, Manhattan, Kansas today is warmer than it is in Las Vegas. Ooh. Suck on that, Mitch. Yeah. Actually, he's going to see the Grand Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> he might have a speed still. Yeah, he's cool. It does get a little chilly and Las Vegas once in a while. <laughs> Occasionally, yes. Because we got into the 60s today, and I think the high in Vegas is 57. Mm-hmm. That desert. It's weird cold. thinking of Vegas because it's just middle of the desert. Yeah. Outside of Vegas, it's desert, the and desert it can get that cold, but the, well, it, yeah, it does cool uh, off. Yeah. I, I have had occasion to wear a long sleeve shirt in Vegas. It gets cold in the desert, Mitch. Let's take a break. Uh, Dave G just scared me a little bit. So we need a reset. Dave's planning his next visit to the Mom Museum right now. When we come back, uh, we'll finish up hour number one. I uh, I like what Oklahoma did last night, paying tribute to Toby Keith. That's coming up next. BriggsAuto.com presents Passport to Cabo. All-expense-paid trip to Cabo. Two-bedroom beachfront condo at Villa La Valencia and a flight for two out of Manhattan Regional Airport. Stick around for details as the first location sponsor is coming up next week. So be prepared to get ready to become a finalist so you can be heading to Cabo. 
I'm sorry. It sounds like all you got to do is show up that day and we take you to Mexico and then you party. That's what it sounds like. I'm I'm in. <laughs> that would be awesome. Like, just show up to the, the airport, walk right onto the tarmac, <laughs> just walk out there. I, I mean, it sounds like a pretty cool idea to go vacation where Jerome Tang vacations. Ooh, that there does sound go. like a pretty good idea. So, again, stay tuned for details as our first sponsor location to become a finalist is coming up next week. Uh, meanwhile, K-State Hoops plays at BYU on Saturday, which is a 9 p.m. tip-off on ESPN2. K-State women's basketball hosts Oklahoma State Saturday at 4 o'clock. Speaking of BYU, Oklahoma hosted them last night for a basketball game. All Sooners, 82-66 to get to 17-6 on the year. As Javian McCollum goes off for 20 points, 16 from Milos Uzan, 11 points from Jalen Moore. Uh, but it was also... Uh, Kind of a sad night at uh, Lloyd Noble Center because they paid tribute to a longtime uh, celebrity fan of the Oklahoma Sooners, and that's Toby Keith, who passed away recently uh, at the age of 62 after a battle with cancer. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, Oklahoma played tribute last night to Toby Keith by placing a guitar and a red solo cup where he would normally sit at... Um, Oklahoma basketball games. That's nice. Oklahoma also announced yesterday, because Oklahoma will be hosting Oklahoma State on Saturday for Bedlam, and the team announced that in honor of Toby Keith, they every drink they sell for that Bedlam game, they are going to serve in a red Solo <laughs> cup. I don't know if the, um, the money's going to go anywhere in particular or if they're going to pocket it all, and it's just a way to pay tribute to – Toby Keith, uh, but I did think that's a, a pretty neat gesture. That is cool. Um, I know there's a joke in there somewhere of you know Toby Keith's spot being held for you know, a guitar was in his spot, um, and a whole capacity thing at at Lloyd Noble Center because Oklahoma doesn't honestly draw a whole lot of right. fans. Yeah, but Toby Keith showed up all the time to games. He, in my opinion, one is was one of the most loyal. Oklahoma basketball fans uh-huh. you could find. It, it was really sad news to hear about his passing. Uh, played um, at Country Stampede a number of times. Never saw him live. Tyler Jackson used to work here as a great Toby Keith story and meeting him at a at a uh, Country Stampede the other night. But I just thought that was a really cool uh, gesture uh, by the Oklahoma Sooners uh, to rever- reserve his spot for that game. Uh, Toby Keith passing away. What was that, just a few days ago, right? A couple days ago. Yeah. yeah. So... 
Hour number two, another busy hour number two. We'll get your Taylor Swift Super Bowl prop bets of the day coming up at 540. Segments one and two of hour two are going to be dedicated to two guys I really enjoyed being around at yesterday's K-State football press conferences. One of them is a player. The reason he really earned my appreciation, my respect, and honestly trust in, (laughs) because he described how he plays football, and by the way, where he used to play football, because he's a transfer, used to rub shoulders with a late-night talk show host. They used to run into each other, and maybe they're best friends. I don't know, but it's kind of a neat story. And then the other one is a coach. It's Matt Wells. I like Matt Wells, and I'll tell you all about Matt Wells. When we come back for Hour 2 of the game, that's coming up next in Soja Local News. Stick around. You're listening to the game on News Radio KMAN.